Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Bucks game is over. And now... It's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. You know, I feel good. I always can get better. But, you know, I know I know myself. I know how usually it goes. You know, uh, if I'm healthy, things are going to be okay. The head coach. Um, you know, offensively, I think, you know, we make a few more shots. Could be dangerous. And the fans. You got a guy in Giannis. He's just, like, the most likable human being. And all the other people fall in line with that. Everybody kind of takes it after him. And it just it's really positive to see that. That be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. Now, here's your host, Bill Baby Tausch Schmid, on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Bucks get the win in Chicago, and once again, they take out the Chicago Bulls. This time, it's 115-111, maybe with a little bit more ease than couple of nights ago when this team was up at Fiserv Forum, but still a long night for Giannis in a game that there is no love lost between the Bulls and Bucks in 2019-2020. You can tell that these two teams are going to have some fun battles throughout the rest of the season. Welcome on in. Bucks win in the United Center, and Giannis superb again in 34 minutes. The reigning MVP goes for 33-10 and 10. in a night where the Bucks' rebounding efforts were... Not there. They get out rebounded by the Bulls. They get out assisted by the Bulls. They get out shot from three by the Bulls. But when you have a guy in Giannis Antetokounmpo that's going to get to the line as much as the other team, those are going to be games that you have a clear advantage, even if that man goes 5 of 12 from the foul line. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Here from Matt Velasquez down at the United Center as well as you at 414-799-1250. You can also tweet us at 1057FM, the fan on Twitter. There's been a lot of conversation all night long of the calls that Giannis is getting and the calls that maybe Giannis did not get tonight. Guy shot 12 free throws and he went to the line quite a few times. But offensively, he is drawing more offensive fouls than I would have thought an MVP of his caliber would at this point. That's the only thing with that officiating conversation that I've had any issue with whatsoever, but the guy is so dominant every single time that he touches the basketball that there's only going to be so many people in so many ways that you're going to stop him getting in front and drawing fouls against Giannis with the just velocity that he attacks the paint with. Tonight, a couple of those drives 
were just so fierce. And a team that, yeah, you should have beaten the Bulls, and, and you ended up covering the eight and a half on the road. But the opportunities to see this dude play and take over games where they were ripe for the picking. Bucks lead most of this game. They, they end up surpassing their largest lead through most of the night with the final tally of 115-101 down at United Center tonight. But the Bulls hung around and shot well enough to be in this game all night long and shot well enough from three all night long to be in the game. But paced by the paced by Giannis, the Bucks and Brooke Lopez as well, get themselves a nice win and continue their run now eight straight against this Bulls club. And overall, don't look now, but the Bucks have now won eight of their last nine since the loss to Boston, which everyone felt was a major issue. At that point, the team was two and two. Now they sit at nine and three and or ten and three, excuse me, and well off into the tops of the Eastern Conference. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. The identity of this Bucks team starting to take a little bit more shape. Jim Paschke and Steve Novak on the call tonight had a conversation about being able to play and grow as a team around a superstar. I think it's a conversation that when first approached, it's kind of common sense, right? Of course, get the ball to your best player and let him go run. But when... Chris Middleton is a $35 million somewhat role player. Second star, but role player in knowing what he does to the offense, knowing how he is able to facilitate why his value was so high to you is because of his ability to play the role around the number one dominant superstar, Eric Bledsoe, maybe fitting into a little bit more of a prominent offensive role now with Malcolm Brogdon gone. He understands that he needs to penetrate the lane a lot more than he has been in years past. And knowing that these are going to be prime opportunities for him to attack the lane and go with force and draw contact, draw penetration, and then be able to kick out to the shooters where you're able to capitalize as much as possible. They're in a form now, and Steve brought it up very well on on the broadcast on Fox Sports Wisconsin, of seeing and understanding when Giannis is taking over the game and kind of getting out of the way. But still, while you're getting out of the way in a five-out offense, being as lethal as you can be because your opportunity is going to come. There's only so many times that Giannis is going to be able to drive through, break the wall of defenders up at the top of the paint and get himself to the cup. But once again tonight, in that third quarter, where things were floating a little bit, the Bucs had a lead at half, 60-56, to 56, in rather control, but still just a little bit closer than you would like to see. Towards the end of the third quarter, there was a run for the Bucs where they scored 10 straight. Giannis, I think, had the final six of the run, including a three, and he walks into with confidence. We'll go through the entire game recap here in a couple of minutes. But he knows and establishes himself as the best player on the court and everybody follow my lead, 
And then just when I get you the rock, don't mess it up. Brooke Lopez, 5 of 11 tonight, 19 points, a season high for Splash Mountain along with 10 boards. He was one of those guys tonight that when getting the opportunity, he was able to cash in. Other bucks tonight, not so much. One of four from downtown, two of 11 from the field for Eric Bledsoe. Not his night tonight. Didn't stop him from shooting, didn't stop him from penetrating the cup and trying to draw some fouls, trying to draw contact and draw in defenders. But it was Dante DiVincenzo early in the game, making himself known and making his presence felt, dropping 15 and hitting three of six from beyond the arc. But George Hill again off the bench, leading that unit with 18 points in 27 minutes, five of nine from the floor, four of seven from downtown. And he continues to be able to drive that second unit knowing and full well they need him to score every single time he gets on the floor, especially for the next three to four weeks without Chris Middleton. 414-799-1250. It's Big and Save Probes postgame show. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. This is 105.7 FM, The Fan, 1250 AM, and the free radio.com app where you can also listen to us. Go through our game recap next. And the first half was back and forth what you'd expect from a pair of teams that are now seeing each other twice within a week. It gets a little bit more physical towards the end of the game, and the Bucks able to withstand it with Giannis going to the line 12 times, only making five of those and opening up for the team to shoot under 70% from the charity stripe. But only 14 attempts from the foul line took the Chicago Bulls and the Bucks have a clear advantage whenever you make 10 more free throws than your opponent even takes. But were some of those calls, or should Giannis have gotten more? That was the conversation throughout the night on social media while we were watching the game. Also, to where the Bucks are able to reach this year and throughout the last five to six years. The Bucks, the Bucks changed their identity of the organization about five years ago. Another team in town tried to recapture some former identity and then bring it into their new school identity, and I think they did a great job. I'll explain the conversation into the 10 o'clock hour, but there is some major correlation between, I think, what the Brewers did tonight and what the Bucks did two years ago that only established themselves and their organization's as complete mainstays and fixtures while also capitalizing on the best opportunity that you can in merchandising and selling, knowing where the money is there and knowing when to strike when the iron is hot and the Bucks totally have, and they're 10-3 and three now. They're now f- top in the Eastern Conference with a 115-111 win over the Chicago Bulls. We'll look around the conference as well as the Boston Celtics, the team that the Bucks struggle for with that top spot. Currently for first place in the Eastern Conference, just a half game back. If Boston's able to hold on in Phoenix, they will keep that spot from the Bucks over number one, but they take a 115-101 victory in Chicago tonight and wrap themselves up with a road trip at Atlanta coming up on Wednesday night. We'll be back on the air for that, a 6.30 tip-off, and then it is back home coming up on Thursday for a game against the Portland Trailblazers. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. This is the Big and Safe Probes postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. We'll take you through this one next here on The Fan. Did that really just happen? It's time for the 
Are you kidding me? Moment of the game. Brought to you by Gene Wagner Plumbing. Celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagner.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. So Bucks win 115-101 in Chicago at United Center. They've now beaten the Bulls twice within a week. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch, Pick and Save Probes postgame show. Pick and Save more ways to save with great deals, fuel points, and digital coupons. There are times doing postgame where you, you kind of just get swept up in the game, and then there's other times where you expect the game to go one way. It starts to trend, and then late on into the game, it's kind of established that it's not going to be the runaway that maybe you thought it was going to be. Are you kidding me moment of the game with Gene Wagner plumbing? Evan Heffelfinger in here tonight producing the program. I just looked and realized that, guys, the Bucks finished that game on a 17-2 run. They closed out the Bulls exactly how maybe we would have preferred them to close out the Bulls in, say, the second quarter with a 17-2 run bulled past the Chicago Bulls, no pun intended, but made themselves known as the better team after Kobe White hits a three that forced the timeout at the 623 mark in that fourth quarter, made it 99-98 Bulls, and the Bull- the Bucks then proceeded to go on a 17-2 run and close things out, and this essentially iced it. This one by Giannis takes it to the cup, draws the foul against Marketing with a little bit of gusto. Giannis, yes! Looked like a rim check, but he powered it through. And a foul. That's Jim Paschke on the call. Steve Novak was with him as well. Just sitting back, trying to bring the process of the game back and Think about it just one more time and about to go through the game recap, shuffle in the papers. Wait a second. Yeah, 99, 98, 115, 101. They just did what we saw them do all last year. They flipped the switch. They flipped the switch and blew past the Chicago Bulls in the end of that game tonight. Just said, we're done. We're done with this. All right, Kobe White, you had your fun. Now it's over. Now we're just going to stomp on you and step on you like we probably should have done 30, 40 minutes ago before Giannis played 34 minutes and got five fouls. Also turned the ball over eight times tonight to assist. But to be able to dart past the team at the end of the night like that I thought was really, really impressive. All right, we'll take you back through the Bucks 115-101 victory in Chicago tonight. Part of the way the Bucks got out to their largest lead in the first half of 10 was this one by Giannis to give them a lead early. Backing out, Giannis for three. Yes! Touch. Now he has touch. He's hitting those, and he gets the bounce swish. That's a beautiful shot, and you're right. The, the... Then it was Giannis taking it coast to coast, just doing a little bit of defense himself as well. Gotta let that, just let it go. Giannis overplays, takes the pass away from Marketing. He doesn't think about those. No, he doesn't think about those. He sure doesn't. 
he really hurt Lowry Markinen a couple of times tonight. Made him feel disrespected a few different times. Bucks take a 10-point lead at 25-15. Bulls come storming back, and then Robin Lopez sends Archie Diakono sweating. Ryan Archie Diakono finds Don. What a play. What a play to break that up. Daniel Gafford was going to the rim. And Robin Lopez absolutely flat denies him. One of the only times the Bucks were able to stop Gafford tonight is he had 16 in that first half. That's the defensive play of the game. Brought to you by Laborers International Union Local 113. Feel the power online at liuna113.org. Into that second quarter as well. Bucks get themselves out to a little bit of a larger cushion this time. Giannis just continuing to hammer after three steals tonight. Chicago turnover. The Bucks passing the ball well. Ten assists on 14 field goals. Giannis with the most emphatic field goal of the night. 7-13 in the second quarter. To lead by 5, 43-38. 11 points for Adetokounmpo in 11 minutes. He would make it 18 at recess, and this one was part of it. His second three of the night. It was a bit of a late challenge, but a successful one nevertheless. Three on the way. Adetokounmpo, he has made two. No thought about it. I normally would say no doubt about it. In his case, it's no thought about it. To his advantage. I mean that. You can tell he stepped into that one with confidence, put the Bucks up 56-54 as the Bulls just kept keeping themselves in it and keeping themselves around. They were down only four at the break, 60-56 to into the third quarter. Bucks trying to pull themselves away. It's a four-point game and then bled to George Hill, one of his 18 on the night. George drops a pass for Bledsoe. Great ball movement here. George Hill for three. Yeah, and the Bucks deserve to be rewarded on a possession like that. The last offensive play, they moved the ball. It was a really, really strong possession where they moved the ball all around the floor in the half court. One part of their offense that has been a little bit questionable has been the half court offense by the Bucks. Whenever they get out in transition, you know it's going to be dangerous for the opponent. But them being able to set up their own points and keep themselves in games has once it slows down has been part of an issue. Then in the fourth quarter, it continues to tighten up. Bulls make a run and this part of the 17 to 2 run after 623 left in the game, Kobe White hits a 3 to make it 99-98. Dante DiVincenzo starts it on the defensive side. Eric Bledsoe Finishes and one. DiVincenzo gets the first touch. Beautiful little lava head off. A low pass to Butzel and one. George Hill set that up beautifully with a low pass ahead for Eric. And that's a great job of just getting the ball. Getting it to Eric Bledsoe and letting him cap it off with the and one. And then Giannis does it again. Brought it to you one time, but what? Just one more time. Giannis. Yes. Looked like a rip check, but he powered it through. And a foul. Looked like he was going to get stuffed by the rim there, but still was able to put some power down with it over Lowry Marketing. Part of a 17-2 run that the Bucks use to close out the Chicago Bulls tonight. Lowry Marketing got abused by Giannis on the block a few different times. Lowry finishes that game with a minus 17, just short of Zach Levine's minus 20 on the night against for the Chicago Bulls. A few different times, Markinen was on the block, and you just felt bad. Give the ball to Giannis, let him back him down, and it was over. 
You could tell there was no way that dude was stopping that man in the paint on the block with that kind of vengeance on his mind. And the role that Giannis is on is also some confidence for him to continue rolling and riding high as he has now scored 30 in eight of the Bucks' first 13 games here in 2019 2020 drive of the game with wrench and go if you need auto parts wrench and go is a self-service yard bring your own tools access the lowest price auto parts around with wrench and go the drive of the game turned into be the run of the game a 17 to 2 capper put on the chicago bulls by the milwaukee bucks after a kobe white three gave the bulls their only lead of the second half made it 99 98 just gave you enough doubt in your mind in the bucks close them out on the road, flip that switch, and put away the team that they should have maybe far long before. 414-799-1250. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby. Tausch to the Big and Safe Probes postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. We're going to hear from Mike Budenholzer just after the Bucks game here tonight, courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin, uh, coming up in just a few minutes. We're also going to hear from Matt Velasquez down at United Center Seemed like a very Bucks pro crowd. We'll hear from the Journal Sentinels beat writer as well after he talks to Giannis and others here on the Pick and Save Pros postgame show. Get you the X Factor of the night next. Also take a look around the league before Mike Budenholzer. Next, this is the Pick and Save Pros postgame show, 105.7 FM, The Fan. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the Game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. George drops a pass for Bledsoe. Great ball movement here. George Hill for three. Yeah, and the Bucks deserve to be rewarded on a possession like that. The last offensive play, they moved the ball. They were Great ball movement makes it the X factor of the night. This is the Big and Save Probes postgame show. That on Fox Sports Wisconsin. George Hill was the X factor of the game. 18 points off the bench, continues to lead that second unit for the Bucks, and does so with 27 minutes tonight. Play-wise, points-wise, efficiency-wise, plus-minus went to Sterling Brown, though. This team was plus 28 with Sterling Brown on the floor tonight in a 115-101 victory. The Bucks close out the night on a 17-2 run across the final six and a half minutes after Kobe White, the first-round pick, number seven overall for the Chicago Bulls, makes another three, and they've... Had him make a few different threes against the Bucks earlier on this year. Three of six from downtown was white, but just five of 15 from the floor in, nine, in 13 points in 25 minutes. He hits a three at that point to pull the Bulls ahead and give them their first and only lead of that second half. Bucks would respond and close them out the only way they know how riding the back of Giannis. And at that point, he was playing with five fouls as well. Giannis turned the ball over. Eight times tonight accounted for more than half of the team's 15 giveaways on the night. Nine blocks, five of those coming from Brooke Lopez on 5 of 11 shooting in 31 minutes. Just one of five from deep was Brooke, but giving him some chances down low, drawing some fouls as well as Brooke had a few different dunks in this game to establish his dominance low. 
Eight of nine from the foul line as well was Brooke Lopez evening out after 35 attempts did the whole team take. Only 24 made, Giannis accounting for seven of those misses on five of 12 shooting from the stripe. 33 points, though, for Giannis. His eighth 30-point game here in 2019 so far. Only played 13 games. They're now 10 and 3, 7 and 2 on the road. And some home cooking going to come for the Bucks, and they're going to get uh, some extended home games as well. It's been quite some time for some strong days at home. The Bucks play. This is their remaining schedule. How many of these are at home? One, two, three, four, as they will, after the game in Atlanta, host Portland, host Detroit, host Utah, host Atlanta. Go to Cleveland, host Charlotte, host New York, go to Detroit, host the Clippers, host the Magic, host the Pelicans, another one-game trip to Memphis, then host the Cavs, host the Mavs, host the Lakers. They play three road games after the game in Atlanta, three road games until they go to the Garden on December 21st. Almost a full month with three road games. I mean, even it up because you host Portland on a back-to-back Wednesday and Thursday. We'll be on the air for both of those. 6.30 tip on Wednesday in Atlanta, 7 o'clock at Pfizer Forum. From November 21st to December 21st, you're at home for all but three games. You get 12 of those at home. So... The Bucks able to keep themselves strong and at bay through the early road struggles for a young, for a veteran team, I guess I should say, young in the ability, uh, the time that they've been at the top of the mountain, knowing they're going to get every single team's best shot every single night. Once again, it's going to lighten up big time for the Bucks, and they're going to have a chance to really run past quite a few different teams here tonight, and the Bulls. Back to twice within a week. Division opponent, they know you somewhat well. Jim Boylan's team is never going to give up any easy nights, but the Bucks able to, with ease, beat the Chicago Bulls tonight after going down by one in the fourth quarter and jetting past part of a 17-2 run. I know Mike Budenholzer is going to talk a little bit about that later on tonight when we hear from him. But as we go down to the United Center now, hear from Brooke Lopez. This was Zora Stevenson after the game on Fox Sports Wisconsin. Brooke, Kobe White hit two threes in the fourth to take the lead. Game could have went two ways after that. How do you like the way your team responded? Yeah, you know, we just kept playing with poise and kept keeping the faith and kept doing what we were doing. Uh, We've done pretty good on D for the majority of the game. We just have to keep getting better each and every night uh, and keep playing for full 48 minutes. We talked about it this morning, being active in the paint today. You are everywhere. Rebounds, blocks, points. How were you able to be so effective? It's just having trust in all our guys. We all have trust in one another, and it's you know, it's unbreakable, and we have to have that for a full 48 minutes this whole season. We keep believing in one another. And last time you all played Chicago, it was all points in the paint. Tonight, a more balanced attack. How convincing is it for this team to win in different ways? Yeah, we, we can. We, we have confidence that we can play uh, whichever way offensively. But again, it just it comes off our defense. As long as we get stops and get out, we can do whatever offensively. I like that comment from Brooke Lopez. Zora Stevenson on the interview from Fox Sports Wisconsin after the 14-point win where Lopez drops 19, his season high in 31 minutes. He's also your Chevy MVB of the night is Brooke Lopez. Being able to score in different ways and and get it done for an entire night in different ways, 
Bucks only shot 33 threes. I say only th- only 33 threes. When they took on the Bulls a couple of nights ago at Fiserv Forum. In this one tonight, Bucks shoot more from the outside and shoot a much better percentage from beyond the arc tonight, better than the six from 33 that they did the other night in just 18% from downtown with shooting almost 37 tonight, 15 of 41. But they did capitalize on the on interior more than Mike Budenholzer teams, I think, are expected to. They're utilizing Brooks' ability to score down low, not at nauseum, not overbearing or, or I don't believe it's too much. I believe they're noticing and realizing that they don't have another guy that can get to the hoop and get his own shot like Malcolm Brogdon did so much last year every single night. So utilizing Brooke Lopez's strength of taking the ball to the cup is going to be vital all year long, and it's going to help and be a key contribution to them being able to be the playoff team that people believe they will. Matt tweets, team and player have been complaining about Giannis's spin move, saying he fouls players, not him getting the call, and now refs are looking at him throwing elbows. Part of the conversation we've been having pretty much all night long on social media of Giannis getting the superstar calls that maybe he deserves or that we believed he was going to get coming into the season and coming into this year after the MVP campaign. I'm not that overly concerned about the way they're calling Giannis and officiating Giannis. He's going to have to be smarter on the offensive side, knowing that they are going to look for him initiating contact because it's probably the best way to slow him down is make him initiate the contact on you. So officials and and the league are going to know that and take notice of that. And I don't think it's a bad thing to be completely honest with you. I think it's only going to force him to understand that he can play with his back to the basket and be just as effective as barreling down from the top of the key, driving right, spinning, and getting that elbow and and trying to clear space. The guy's good enough. He's back to the basket. I understand Lowry Markkinen is not going to be a, a physical matchup for Giannis in the paint, but when he gets his backside into you and knows where, you at, where you are, can feel you in, Giannis is going to be able to take most guys at the block. He did that a lot tonight. Just two of six from downtown, drew a lot of contact, and 13 of 22 from the floor, part of 33 from Giannis tonight in a 115-101 victory. We're going to hear from Mike Budenholzer next, also George Hill on his way, along with Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, our insider here on the postgame show. He'll give us a lowdown from United Center coming up in about 15 minutes from right now here on The Fan. Sour on The Fan is brought to you by McCormick Law Office. Dan McCormick, your auto accident and work injury attorney. This is the Big and Save Probes postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. More next. We'll hear from the head coach on The Fan. Who played a big role off the bench today? Let's check our bench mob moment of the game. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Moment of the game from the bench. 
came from George Hill. The only bench player in double figures tonight. Part of the Bucks 115-101 victory. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. Appreciate you hanging out. Pick and Save Probes postgame show after the Bucks beat the Bulls for the second time in a week. 33 points from Giannis. 18 from this guy, George Hill. He spoke after the game inside of the United Center. Where did the 17-2 run from the Bucks come from? And how often can we count on them flipping that switch? Here's George Hill after the I game. Mean, it's very exciting, um, especially when you think that we haven't reached our full potential of playing uh, for a solid 48 minutes. Um, there's still a lot of things that we can get better on, and uh, that's a good thing. You know, when you're you know, learning each other still and trying to figure out rotations and things like that, and you're still able to figure out a way how to win games, um, it's always a plus. What you think of Brooke protecting the rim in that quarter? Phenomenal. You know, that's that's the Brooke we know. He's he's been doing amazing all last year and this year. Uh, we we hope he continue to do that. Um, it, it takes the pressure off the guards a little bit knowing that he's down there, and uh, we rely on that. For you in that third quarter, just what was kind of going on? I know Bud said, you know, shot for falling pretty last game in the first half, and it just felt like that was the only way through was to keep shooting, keep attacking. I mean, that's so. You know, um, Giannis, before the game, you know, really coming up to me, telling me the things that I've been telling him um, when he's missing his threes and stuff, to stop hesitating, just let it go, trust it, because uh, we know he can make it. And, you know, during warm-ups, he came to me and said, hey, the same thing you've been telling me, you, you start hesitating. So just let it fly. We know that you're uh, one of the best shooters on this team to, to keep going. So um, just trying to find a rhythm, see one go in. Once you do that, you know, you start to get the rhythm back. How was it for you to have the rules reversed? I mean, you're always the guy pepping everybody else up, and for Giannis to do that for you. I mean, sometimes you need it, and it's just not Giannis. You know, Blitz always in my ear telling me to be aggressive, take my shots, Dante, uh, K-Mid. Um, all those guys are always in my ear every day, like G Hill just shoots the ball who cares if you make or miss uh, just be aggressive so it's, it's good to have confidence in your teammates and things like that what do you think of your young guy there in that second oh he's been playing phenomenal um even in training camp he's he's been pr- playing pretty well so i'm very excited to for him to be a part um i think he deserves it and uh i like to see where he continues to evolve what do you think of Giannis' whistle? You play with a lot of guys that kind of fish in a bunch of ways. What have you seen from that thus far this year? Say that one more time. Giannis' whistle. The, the, how he gets efficient, he gets five offensive fouls again tonight. Just what have you seen from that thus far? I mean, we can't complain about refs. You know, we, we know where that goes. Uh, but, you know, you got to take for what it is, continue to just play hard. Um, he'll figure it out. And once you do, the rest will figure it out. So you, you let them control it and you just continue to play hard. I like how. George Hill just calms it down. You got to learn how to play with it. Once he figures it out, the refs will figure out a new way to try to stop it. But at this point, you're going to have to play play with it. And it doesn't appear that they're going to change the way they call Giannis. Like he is going to have to. I don't know if change really is the right word, but just be more cognizant of it and and understand that it is going to be a little bit of a frustrating time at certain points when you know he is going to not get some of the calls that you hope he will. He is going to – people are going to be able to take charges against him. People are going to get the call with the elbow. Similarly, when you're that big, and I think it's very similar to how LeBron got called when he first went to Miami. He was so big and so dominant physically – that when you do get hit on your hand, they start judging 
how much did that truly affect the shot? When Giannis goes in the lane and moves a shoulder or an elbow, look at the dude. He's huge. They're going to say that empowers or impacts the way you can play defense more than Lowry Markkinen hitting him on the forearm. It's just how it's going to be. Most guys calling those games are going to say he's going to have more of an impact on the defender than that defender does with his contact against him. Also, George Hill, speaking to players, coming up to him being aggressive, knowing he's going to have to take a good amount of the scoring load here with Chris Middleton gone. It's not just going to be able to be one guy filling up for Chris Middleton's 18 points a night. 15 from Dante DiVincenzo helps, but when Eric Bledsoe only drops eight as well and your starting shooting guard, Wes Matthews, goes 17 minutes without an attempt, yeah, you're going to need to make those points up some way. Wesley Matthews doing it well with defense on the other side. I will give him that. Guy plays some strong defense, but within the next five to seven games, I think seven games is is the most fair time frame to give it. That's 20 games in. They said a 10-3 and three right now. Then we can start having the Dante DiVincenzo-Wesley Matthews conversation because I see it starting to spark up, and I want to give it more, just a little bit more time to get Wes, let Wes Matthews get his legs underneath him. Coming off that injury and getting yourself into a new role, I want to allow him to get acclimated before I start making any rash judgments. People are saying get rid of him, forget this him starting thing. He does have really good value to this club, and I, I think a lot of it is in there, and we just have to be slightly more patient in allowing it to come to the forefront, but he is going to be a good player for this team, and he is going to make a clutch shot coming up here soon. Does it mean that he gets the starter minutes over Dante DiVincenzo? That conversation will come up, and I think DiVincenzo ultimately should be able to elbow him out of that role and take over more of the lion's share. Mike Budenholzer spoke after the game as well. Bring that to you now. It's the Coach's Corner brought to you by Schneider. Over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time than anyone else. Visit schneiderjobs.com or call them at 1-800-44-PRIDE. Mike Budenholzer after the game here on the Pick and Save Probes postgame show. Uh, you know, good win. These guys, uh, you know, as young as they are, they spread you out. They play hard. They shoot it. They play fast. Um, I just thought our defense went to um, a, a better level, you know, 25-point third quarter, 20-point fourth quarter. Um, proud that we could find a way to get stops. I thought Brooke was just phenomenal defensively. Um, you know, the guards, there's a lot of DHOs and pick and rolls, and they're continuing to fight. And, um, you know, it was just a good defensive second half for us. Gave us a chance to win it. What do you think of Brooke kind of stepping out there when Giannis had those five fouls that he knew maybe Giannis couldn't challenge as much and he needed to win? Yeah, I thought, you know, Brooke had just overall a great game. His timing, you know, to make a few plays offensively early in the fourth quarter. Um, his defense, really the whole game, his defense the first six minutes of the game, um, you know, were phenomenal. So I just, it was one of Brooks' better games. Um, just, you know, really, really good stuff from him. 12 steals, a lot of deflections that don't show up in the box score. What can you say about the guard being active on you? Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's the way our guards are built. They, they got, you know, I think they're really athletic. They're tough. They fight through screens, you know, active hands. 
Um, you know, I think they got a lot of confidence in the defense behind them. So, you know, when we're active and playing like that, that's good. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, I don't know, 13 or 14 games in, it's, it seems like an inordinate number of games that he's been in foul trouble. So the good thing is I do think, you know, he's learning to play with it. Um, you know, we've had to finish at least one or two games without him, not more. Um, and so, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, he's always growing and learning from every experience. So that's what makes Giannis special. In other games we've talked about, you know, Probably not some of like the sillier fouls, the reaches. There was five offensive fouls tonight. Are you at a loss for kind of what to tell him at this point on the offensive end? Yes. What's your what's your criteria? No, little little bit of score. You know, we we uh, Brooke made a big play, finished a shot, and I was going to the free throw line. And I think that if he makes it, we're up four and. We could. We had two timeouts to burn before the three-minute mark, and so it just took took get Giannis out and gave him. I don't know what was it a minute, minute and a half. Um, so you know, once we went up four, felt like there was a great opportunity between the score and two timeouts to burn. Yeah, I mean, it's just what we just talked about a second ago. I think he's learning, he's growing. Um, it'd be great for him not to be in foul trouble, but it's going to happen, and so. I think, you know, 13, 14 games in, he's improved, he's getting better. Um, again, it's not something we want to create, but when it does present itself, he's always learning from every situation and getting better. I don't know if we went in tonight thinking Daniel Gafford would have that big of an impact, but just what did you think of his performance tonight? What, what's tough for you guys with that? Yeah, he was really great the first half. You know, I think he's eight for nine from the field and, you know, just finishing everything. Had a couple of, first of all, great passes from their guards, and then he's got great catch and finish. and. You know, their execution was good, and he delivered on, you know, some really nice finishes. Then he got a, you know, easy put back, and, um, you know, just added up to he had a big impact in the first half. Dante had a stretch there in that second quarter where he really was kind of fueling you guys. What did you think about the way he played today and how he's been in this three-game stretch as a starter? Yeah, I think good. You know, um, some, some really good stuff from him again tonight. Um, you know, I think the Indiana game, he took some big steps too, so... You know, that's, you know, he, with his defense, I think that's how he can kind of give us some pop and give us, you know, some hands and some deflections. And, um, you know, I love what he's given us there and then uh, making a couple shots and a couple passes, things like that. So he's been good. I know we always talk about when George is going right, it's when he's aggressive, but it just felt like in that second half, he kind of just seems to know when you guys might need it. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, certainly I think the Indiana game felt like there was a lid on it for him. And, Maybe a little bit the first half. I think he just wanted to kind of, you know, work his way through it, aggressive, aggressive himself through it. If that's not, that's not a very good, uh, but anyways, we'll let that go. But be aggressive, um, and and you know, I think he made a couple shots, the drive and finish. Um, you know, I think to end the third quarter was great. So, you know, you you can trust George all the time. That you can. He's a vet. He's a seasoned vet. And he knows exactly where he needs to be with the basketball and how much this team is going to need him to take over some scoring load after the loss of Mel- of Chris Middleton and also understand that that second unit kind of is going to lay on him. Taking some scores around the association coming up next along with Matt Velasquez. And where did the cross between Dante DiVincenzo and Wesley Matthews and when does that become the 
conversation that a lot of people have been waiting for in is it him or is it him? We'll bring that up next to Matt Velasquez, our insider from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. He joins us from the United Center next. Pick and Save Probes postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North right here on The Fan. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. Divorce, child custody, or any other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Bucks win in Chicago, 115-101. They beat the Bulls for the second time in a week. This one with a little bit more cushion, but maybe it was even tighter as they finish it off on a 17-2 run. After a Kobe White three made it 99-98, the Bucks jet out and finish the deal. This guy was down there for all of it. Writes for JS Online. You can follow him at Matt underscore Velasquez on Twitter. He's our probes insider here on the fan. Matt, appreciate the time. And Giannis uh, had to be icing big time after that one. Yeah, definitely. He uh, he got a lot of contact. Not as many whistles, but a lot of contact. Um, called for five offensive fouls. I don't know if he committed five offensive fouls, but... You know, that's for the referees to decide. Uh, you know, we asked him after the game about, you know, the, the fouls and the officiating and how he keeps his cool and all that. And he mostly, you know, de- declined to, to really go too much into it, but he did put up his hand and he, he kind of looked it over and he pointed out, you know, one scratch here, one scratch there, another open open cut there. You know, kind of just trying to, you know, use his hand as a prop. And uh, he didn't even roll up his sleeve. That was just one hand. So, uh, that's kind of his answer to it. That he definitely is getting getting bumped and bruised and hit, um, you know. But that's that's part of the game. And I I liked Mike Budenholzer's comment of it when you guys asked him about it after the game too, and just said, sadly, we're going to have to learn how to to play with it. And and it feels like it's an initiative to watch when he does initiate contact to flag him for the initiation of the contact. Maybe not where all of it comes from. But whenever they see him go up, it appears that they're just waiting for him to hit somebody and believing that it's the bigger, stronger guy committing the foul. Yeah, I was talking to Brooke Lopez after the game, and, and he said it was kind of weird. You know, he used the word bizarre. He said he, he doesn't know what to do about it uh, in the sense that, you know, when the defense decides that their their way of guarding you is just falling down and not actually playing defense, he's like, well, I don't know. That, that, that's something. It's um, definitely know, different. His, yeah, and that's kind of his thought. And, you know, there there were a few there that were, um, you know, were tough. But that, that's what teams are going to do. They're going to send help. They're going to send guys at the last second. They're going to try and get charges. Um, they're going to try to, you know, put smaller guys on him like they did with Archie Diakonor tonight, like the Celtics have done with Marcus Smart. You know, get those guys on him in the post. And, you know, smaller guys tend to get more of those calls when they're getting boxed, you know, you know bodied by right. uh, big down there on the block. Um, you know, teams are going to try and do that. And, you know, Giannis said, hey, like, he said this multiple times this season, but he always brings this up when we talk about charges where, you know, Eric Bledsoe's always telling him, hey, be aggressive. We want you to be aggressive, you know. And Giannis is like, hey, I'm going to do, you know, what I, what I do. And if, if I get charges, so be it. I'm going to get as many charges as, as I need to, you know, to, to continue playing my game. And, you know, the crazy thing about all this is that Giannis's five fouls all came on the offensive end, which means he spent the whole game. Uh, without playing, without getting any fouls on defense, which is actually pretty impressive. 
Yeah, no doubt about it. Talking to our insider, Matt Velasquez, he was at the United Center tonight as the Bucks beat the Bulls. What about Brooke Lopez? He finishes up with a season high tonight, 19 points and a double-double with 10 boards. He also had five blocks in the game, which I thought was incredible to see that defensive effort. Him on the block seems to be a little bit more of a factor in the offense than it was last year. It definitely is. They've gone through it a few times, especially late in games. Uh, obviously, Houston was a very memorable one. Uh, but tonight, you know, that's how he really opened the fourth quarter. He said, all right, Brooke, let's get you pitch in the post. Let's get you on Wendell Carter Jr., you know, who's given up a little bit of size uh, and, and let you go to work, let you make things happen. Uh, Brooke had six points in the first couple minutes there, the, the fourth quarter. He came in with a, you know, a critical and one. Uh, during that 17-2 stretch toward uh, toward the end of the game, uh, I think he had 11 of his 19 points in that fourth quarter. Uh, really stepped up when the Bucks needed him. Not really doing it from the three-point line, uh, which he you know no, you know been uh, been known for uh, recently. Uh, but then you know the, the five blocks. I mean, two of those coming late. He had a steal late. That, you know maybe could have been a block, but instead it was a steal. Um, you know, and he says he, he said after the game that. You know, that's just a, a sign of him, you know, the guards doing what they're supposed to do in the pick and roll, funneling everything to him. Uh, and then that, that's his job is to, to clean things up on the back end, uh, which he definitely did uh, very well tonight. And George Hill, impressive and aggressive. I think that was the number one thing that we heard from him after the game was continuing to know that he's going to have to take his shots and take his chances at scoring because they need some help scoring the basketball this year, no doubt about it. They definitely do. Um, you know, in the first half, that help came from, you know, uh, Sterling Brown a little bit in the first quarter. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo really got going in the second quarter, uh, turning defense into offense and, and being confident with the shot. And in the second half, it was all George Hill in terms of the guard production. Uh, you know, Eric Bledsoe had a had an off night in terms of his shot and his finishing. Uh, Wes Matthews, did, I don't even think he took a shot in the game. Um, you know, George Hill had mm-hmm. 13 points in the second half. It was really, um, you know, finding his spot. You know, cutting to the basket, hitting threes, uh, being aggressive. You know, Bud from day one has said when George is aggressive, the Bucks are, are a much better team. And, you know, that was definitely true that uh, second half, especially down the stretch. Now, Matt Velasquez, final thing for you here as Wes Matthews uh, continues to just take an absolute beating on social media during the games. You mentioned it right there. Didn't take a shot attempt tonight. And then you see Dante DiVincenzo have the 15 points. People love the shiny object. Is there an actual chance that Dante DiVincenzo supersedes Sterling or Wes Matthews in the starting lineup here at any point? Uh, there's definitely a chance. Um, I don't see, you know, a reason to say that that's not going to happen or could not happen. I think Dante, since joining the, the starting lineup, has been a positive uh, presence in that group. It's only been three games, still a small sample size. But the last two games, he's, um, I think he's had like five steals in those two games uh, and put up some, some decent shooting numbers. Um, definitely bring a lot of energy uh, and a little bit of uh, you know dynamism uh, on the wing. Mm-hmm. So you know when Chris Middleton gets back, you know Chris Middleton was here at the United Center was able to go through some you know pregame shooting and stuff like that. Caught up with him a little bit, and he he was kind of surprised that he's going to be out as long as he is. Um, you know, especially you know the way the the injury came on such a fluky fast play. Um, you know, but whatever, when he comes back, you know there's definitely a possibility that that Dante could stay in the starting lineup. You know, we'll have to see, you know, how things are, are going with West at that point. Uh, he's basically a starter in name only at this point, you know, getting fewer minutes than some other guys off the bench. Um, you know, he, he still hasn't really kind of hit his stride with the Bucks yet. Uh, generally playing okay defense. 
Um, but this offense, he's, 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 not, he's not adding much of a pop there, uh, still trying to find his spot. So uh, the Bucks still have a little while to figure it out, but right now uh, there's definitely room for improvement. Matt, appreciate it as always, man. Get home safe, and uh, after the Atlanta game, you're going to be in Milwaukee for quite some time. Hopefully it stops snowing so you can enjoy the hometown before you uh, get back out on the road. The Bucks are going to have a lot of home cooking here in the next month. I'm excited for home cooking. Appreciate it, Matt. We'll talk on Wednesday night. There he is. That's Matt Velasquez joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019. Look no further. Call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local common sense lending to your community since 1935. I and the Enemy brought to you by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th. Stop in today for lunch or dinner. Try the fabulous Friday Fish Fry. Now open Coach's on Lake Danoon. Well, the next enemy did not play tonight, but the one right after that, the next team the Bucks will face at home did, and they got thumped in Houston. The Portland Trailblazers get just beat down 132 to 108 in that game. CJ McCollum had 25 for the Trailblazers, but the Houston Rockets' big three definitely showed out. 36 from James Harden, 28, 13, and 10 from Russell Westbrook. Also, dump in 22 points along with 20 rebounds from Clint Capella and the Rockets all over the Trailblazers. They beat him 132 to 108. Boston keeps themselves a game lead in the top of the Eastern Conference. They win 99-85 in Phoenix. A 40-point triple-double from Luka Doncic tonight. 42 points, 12 assists, and 11 boards as they beat the Spurs by 7 in Dallas. Rockets upend the Hornets 132-96. Pacers get themselves back on track now 8-6 after beating the Nets in Brooklyn 115-86. The only game currently on right now. Clippers trying to hold off the Thunder, trailing by one out at Staples Center. T-Wolves get past the Jazz in Utah, 110-102. And the Knicks all over the Cavs, 123-105. In Chicago, the Bucks beat the Bulls, 115-101. This has been the Big and Save Probes postgame show. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. Appreciate you listening. We're back on the air Wednesday after the Bucks and Hawks from Atlanta for Evan Heffelfinger. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. We'll be back on Wednesday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.